750 million people were lifted out of poverty, the most ever achieved in a single period in the history of the world. China went from being poorer than Kenya, Lesotho, and Nigeria to rivaling the United States for the title of largest economy in the world. But as impressive as these statistics are, to me, the real signs of development are all the small, everyday occurrences that can only delight people who have known life without them. My favorites, Sprite is no longer considered a rare treat, just a mundane soft drink. People now stand in lines at the airport instead of jostling one another relentlessly. Stores now provide toilet paper in their bathrooms, and no one thinks it's anything special to ride in a car anymore. As these changes were unleashed by China becoming the current factory of the world, I grew up in the United States and then went to live in another part of the world. After college, I taught 8th and ninth graders in a village in Namibia in southwestern Africa. During a staff meeting, the principal of my school strong-armed me into running the school shop. Having no clue as to what I should be selling there, I asked at the end of one of my classes if any students would like to go with me, in my car, to the wholesaler an hour away to buy things for the shop. A burst of shouts was accompanied by an eruption of arms into the air. Every single kid wanted to go. More than a few trailed me home, begging me to pick them. I thought it was funny and familiar. I knew this longing to sit in a car and the novelty of actually doing so. Cars and Sprite and toilet paper may sound like very materialistic ways of defining development, but people who have these things tend to forget how much they are markers of modernity to those who don't. Americans and Europeans can be casual about sitting in a car, but to my child self in China and to my students in Namibia, it was a thrill. The appearance of such material goods in a society heralds the possibility that people can adopt new selves, new ways of being in the world, as consumers and producers in the modern global economy. As a volunteer teacher, I was responsible for five classes of math and English in a public school in rural Africa. Nothing is less controversial than the inherent goodness of teaching children and the notion that an educated citizenry is essential for a country's development. But several months into my job, when I was brutally honest with myself, I could see no connection between my daily work and the chance that these bigger transformations would occur. Most of my pupils were the children of subsistence farmers, and the vast majority of them would become subsistence farmers themselves. Some days, the absurdity of what I was doing would hit me. I was teaching irregular English verb conjugations to future subsistence farmers living in an arid plain where no one spoke English in everyday life. I spent a year bearing witness to the things that are wrong and unfair in our world today. Children dealing with the brunt of HIV-AIDS, environmental degradation, poverty, and I had nothing to offer. The idea that education was the key to my kids' future seemed empty. That felt sacrilegious at the time, but I sensed that my teaching reinforced 
rather than expanded the ways in which Africa relates to the world. Receiving wisdom from foreigners who supposedly know better. It's an old trope, dating back at least to European colonial ideology in Africa, and it has never worked. What else would it take for African countries to pull off the transformation I had seen China make in my short lifetime? Strangely, it was on a blind date that I began to encounter a new reality. A Chinese man from whom I regularly bought vegetables insisted that I come over for dinner one weekend to meet his good friend. I agreed, mostly to stay on good terms with my vegetable dealer. His friend turned out to be a self-made Chinese man who had come to Namibia at age seventeen and founded a string of successful businesses. He was nearing thirty, rich, and wanted to find a wife. Yet very few Chinese women.